Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Next Generation. I'm your host, Jenna Norman. I'm recording here in the great state of New York, the Big Apple, the only state that knows how to make great pizza. And if you disagree, I will fight you because New York is the only place that knows how to make pizza. It's um, really dreary and cold here, and I'm freezing to death. Um, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you ate tons of food and spent time with your family. Um, I've got a lot of New York news for you today, um, and everyone really needs to be paying attention to the stuff going on in here uh, here in New York. I've got some border stuff to talk about, of course, Trump stuff, and we also have killer robots uh, coming, so that's fun. But um, let's jump right in. My dogs already think it's dinner time and I need to let my chickens out, so we're going to jump right in to the news. All right. So a lot of New York news for you guys today. Um, If you're not a New Yorker, you may be wondering why you should care. Well, all of this terrible, tyrannical stuff starts in New York and California and then spreads to the rest of the country. So listen up. This is craziness. Um, This is the craziness that's happening here under Kathy Hochul, the Wicked Witch of the East. That's what I call her. So we have quarantine camps. Um, Yes, you heard me right. Quarantine camps coming to New York. The New York Supreme Court Appellate Division's Fourth Judicial Department has issued their ruling on a quarantine lawsuit against Governor Kathy Hochul and her Department of Health, and they have ruled against the people of New York. You may be asking, does Kathy Hochul really want to set up quarantine camps to enslave New Yorkers? Well, yes, yes, she does, and very badly, I might add. Um, The language in this regulation makes it crystal clear that the DOH can pull you from your home in your life with the force of the police, hold you anywhere they deem appropriate, including uh, other residential or temporary housing. The regulation states that they don't have to prove you are sick and they can hold you for however long they want. And there's no way to get out unless you hire a lawyer and sue them. Uh, So we have attorney Bobby Ann Cox. She's already won her lawsuit against this in the lower courts, but now the appellate division court is reversing the lower court's decision and dismissing the case for lack of standing. Uh, So this is what this says here. Uh, New York appeals court reinstates Governor Kathy Hochul's power to enforce quarantine camps. This is from Bobby Ann Cox. It allows the Department of Health to pick and choose which New Yorkers they can lock up or lock down without any proof that you're sick, without any proof you've been exposed to a communicable disease. There is no time limit, so they could lock you up or lock you down for days, weeks, or months. There's no location restriction. They can put you in any facility they want. And then once you are locked up or locked down, there is no procedure in this regulation that says how you get out of the quarantine once you're there. So that's kind of terrifying. So now what? Well, Bobby is going to appeal this and take it um, to the Court of Appeals. It's the highest court in New York. Bobby is doing this pro bono so she could use all the help she can get. Uh, You can donate to her at Give dot cornerstone.cc that's give.cornerstone.cc you can get a hold of me i'll send you the link to that um i doubt that most new yorkers even know that this is happening um so please tell your friends and your family and your neighbors if this passes we are in deep poop like 
I, I'm running out of words to describe what is going on in our country and specifically in New York. Like insane, crazy, just doesn't really seem to cover it. Um, last week, I talked to you about how Kathy Hochul is implementing a new social media surveillance unit to monitor, quote unquote, hate speech. Well, on top of that, and wanting to lock us up in camps, she's now announcing her media literacy tools for public schools. In her words, this will teach students how to spot conspiracy theories, misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Kathy Hochul says, Today, I'm directing the Director of Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop media literacy tools for K-12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories, misinformation and disinformation, and online hate. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it and help prepare them for the very fast and often confusing world. Oh, she, this lady, she is a tyrant through and through. She's not even trying to hide that she wants to indoctrinate your children. Um, this is like 1984 Ministry of Truth shit right here. You know, don't teach children how to critically think, but teach them what to think. Um, this is state-sponsored propaganda and indoctrination. And if you can, homeschool your children. Get them out of public schools these schools are are awful. That's one good thing that came out of the pandemic was parents actually woke up to what their kids were being taught in school. But I'm like, if you can't homeschool, there's homeschool co-ops, there, there's options out there. But my goodness, these schools are just, just terrible. Um, so I'm assuming you've all heard about the car explosion at the U.S.-Canadian border. Um, this is going to tie in with dear leader Kathy Hochul's quarantine camps, so bear with me here. Uh, but a couple weeks ago, I talked about how civil unrest, terrorist attacks uh, could lead to more lockdowns and stay-at-home orders and the possibility of the election being canceled. Well, this explosion happens, and immediately everyone calls it a terrorist attack. It wasn't a terrorist attack. I mean... That's where my mind went to because, you know, of all the terrorists coming over the border. Um, but it wasn't a terrorist attack. But Kathy Hochul immediately sent the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force to monitor all points of entry into New York. This says, breaking New York Governor Hochul says FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force to monitor all points of entry to, the, to New York after vehicle explosion at Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls. Um, this is a statement directly from her. I've been briefed on the situation that occurred at Rainbow Bridge in Buffalo. At my direction, the New York State Police is actively working with the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force to monitor all points of entry to New York. I'm traveling to Buffalo to meet with law enforcement and emergency responders and will update New Yorkers when more information becomes available. Um, I didn't know that the FBI had time to do all this because, you know, they've been they've been busy arresting parents at school board meetings, tracking down the January Sixers, and then shooting old men. But, you know, now we have the FBI involved. Um, they haven't been very helpful to us. Um, they're not helpful to average law-abiding citizens, freedom American, you know, freedom-loving Americans. The FBI is not your friend. Um, I mean, we do have a valid reason to be concerned about terrorist attacks in this country due to the wide open border and all the illegals um, coming across. But corrupt leaders 
like Kathy Hochul, we use this domestic terror plot narrative uh, to implement a police state. They want people afraid so they will comply with the next round of totalitarianism for more security from the government. Um, This is my prediction is that Kathy Hochul is going to use these threats of terrorists, you know, terrorist attacks to lock us down or implement stay-at-home orders or like a a bioweapon or a threat of a bioweapon has been released on us and, you know, you've been exposed, so now you need to go to a camp. But, um, you know, it'll be for your own safety, of course. Um, There'll be some sort of an emergency and she'll give herself emergency powers just like she did with COVID. Um, We're going to see this. It worked the first time, so they're just going to keep doing it. Um, They left the border open so bad shit would happen. And then now the bad shit is happening, and then people will beg the government for help and safety measures. You know, then boom, police state, digital ID, central banking, digital currency. They'll have control of every aspect of our lives. Um, And don't think this is just going to happen in New York and California. Like, look at all the Republican governors and red states that locked down their people, closed businesses, implemented mask and vaccine mandates. It isn't just New York and California, guys. It can happen fast because we have a culture of complacency. No one cares. As long as they've got their Netflix and their McDonald's, no one cares. Um, I hope more people would have said no to the COVID tyranny, but we all know how that turned out. So... You know, history shows that people will willingly get into the boxcars. They'll turn on their neighbors. They'll, you know, they cheer for more government control over their lives. Like history repeats itself here. So speaking of the border, you guys are just not going to believe this nonsense. So speaking of the border, DHF Chief Alejandro Mayorkas has ordered border agents not to misgender illegal aliens. This is real. This is real here. So it says, Mayorkas order requests border guards to ignore... Wait, hold on. I got to go up further. Hold on. Uh, Joe Biden's border chief, Alejandro Mayorkas, is now ordering agents not to use the incorrect pronouns so they don't misgender illegal, illegal immigrants crossing the border. A tweet from the Oversight Project at the Heritage Foundation reads, We just obtained Customs and Border Patrol agency documents directing personnel to only use woke language when encountering individuals invading the United States. Um, Mayorkas orders order requests border guards to ignore the biological distinction between sexes. Instead, officers have been told to submit to the leftist political claim that each person's gender is more important than their biological sex. And then the directions to the border, the instructions to the border patrol is if if a longer dialogue with a migrant is occurring, it may be appropriate to ask the individual their preferred pronoun. For example, state, I would like to be respectful. What name and pronoun would you like me to use when addressing you? Avoid asking, what is your sex? Unless um, absolutely necessary. I mean, this stuff is just, (laughs) yes, this is real. And can this stuff get any, any dumber? Can our country get any dumber? I don't, I don't even know what to say. Everything is just so stupid. Um, all right, we have, moving right along, we have Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing Pfizer for defrauding Texas Medicare and providing unadulterated or adulterated pharma drugs to children. Just a few months ago, the Texas legislature impeached 
um, Ken Paxton, alleging corruption and bribery. But he was acquitted on all 16 articles of impeachment. It was a bunch of nonsense, cost the taxpayers millions of dollars, just like with the Trump impeachments. Um, they went after him because he actually works for the people and wants to get things done, and they they just can't have that. Um, he's gone after Biden, big tech, big pharma, and they want to stop him. Going up against big anything takes guts, so kudos to Ken Paxton, but so much money and lies and corruption is involved. Um, you know, pray for, pray for his safety. Um, no, this isn't about vaccines, but apparently uh, he's working on a lawsuit against the COVID vaccines in Pfizer. And if you remember a couple podcasts ago, I talked about how the COVID vaccine was also uh, proven to be adulterated. And so hopefully this will set a precedent and open the doors to more court cases against Pfizer and hopefully get these vaccines off the market altogether. Um, speaking of vaccines... The U.S. Army is sending letters to discharged troops saying, quote, in light of the removal of the COVID-19 vaccine requirement, they now can apply to get their reasons for discharge changed, unquote. So this means derogatory remarks or dishonorable discharges can now potentially be removed and they can be brought back into the military. This should have never happened in the first place. It shouldn't have happened to the military. It shouldn't have happened to healthcare workers. It shouldn't have happened to teachers. To anyone, you never should be forced to get a, any type of vaccine or what and this was, wasn't a vaccine, but should never be forced to have to take any type of medical anything to keep your job in this country. I mean, that's just that should just be should just be the way it is. But uh, we all lived through that. So um, how about an apology? How about back pay for all these troops? Like. Mm, you're just going to say, I'm like, come back, please. We need you without an apology, without back pay. Like, I, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think there's going to be many that go back. Um, they don't want to serve under Biden. I mean, who does, but they want that back now because we have world war three looming and recruitment is way down. Um, they would not be asking them to come back if they weren't desperate. I can honestly see uh, us implementing a draft. And I really don't think people have any idea, any idea what's coming. Um, so if you have children that are military age, I feel really, really bad for you. Um, and don't think they won't draft women either. So maybe, maybe we all should just move to Argentina. So Argentina, you know, some world news here. Argentina just elected Javier Malay, I think it's Malay. I don't know how to say that, but um, as their new president, he's an anti-socialist economist guy who's making a lot of noise. He's majorly against the leftist woke agenda crap. Um, he's for small government, which is good. And, but people are calling him the Trump of Argentina. Um, other than him being loud and having terrible hair, I don't really see the connection. But this guy and this guy's a libertarian. Um, Trump is not a libertarian. Um, but good for Argentina, though. Hopefully he'll be able to fix things over there. Argentina has triple digit inflation right now. I, can you even imagine that? I can't. My gosh, I can't imagine that. Um, but we'll see what happens. You know, Boris Johnson didn't do anything and everyone had high hopes for him. Uh, this Georgia Maloney, the new Italian prime minister, she was supposed to get in there and shake things up and change things. And she hasn't done much. Uh, very disappointing. 
But uh, maybe we'll all be able to retire in Argentina. Maybe. So, all right. On to everyone's favorite subject, Trump and his merry band of grifters. There's a lot of just nonsense happening. I can't wait until this primary is over. Um, But a lot of nonsense, a lot of drama. Bob Vanderplotz, who's the president of the family leader in Iowa, just endorsed Ron DeSantis. Um, the family leader is like a big Christian group out in Iowa. They're very influential on the Iowa caucuses. So this is a pretty big deal. Um, and of course, Bob Vanderplotz endorsing Ron DeSantis pissed off Trump. And he's now claiming that DeSantis paid Bob Vanderplotz for his endorsement. Um, he didn't. But Bob actually alluded to the fact that Trump did indeed try to pay for Bob Vanderplatt's endorsement, which I don't doubt that at all. Um, Trump's M.O. is to attack and lie about anyone that doesn't worship him. You know, Kim Reynolds endorsed DeSantis. She's the governor of Iowa. She endorsed DeSantis a couple weeks ago, and Trump called her the most unpopular governor ever, which is not true at all. Um we have Trump loyalist Roger Stone, who's a giant douchebag, but he just called Casey DeSantis a C-U-N-T. We've got Laura Loomer saying she has evidence that De- the DeSantis campaign has been hiring prostitutes and using them at campaign events to entertain donors. She is a psychopath. Um, she docked Riley, Danes like, or Riley Gaines last week. Uh, Trump's senior advisor, Jason Miller, is being sued for sexual coercion, rape, sexual assault, abuse, battery, sexual harassment, and sex trafficking. Like, good grief. You know, Trump only surrounds himself with the best people, right? Um, Trump also truthed. I don't know, is that what you do over on Truth Social? I don't go over there. But um, he truthed, and he called on the RNC to shut down any future debates to save money and focus on beating the Democrats. So he's basically came out demanding that they coordinate to make him the no- the nominee and skip the primary process altogether. This is this is unbelievable. I never thought I'd see the day where Trump would want to shut down debates and rig the primary election, but here we are. Um he's obviously afraid of losing or he wouldn't be demanding that the other candidates be silenced. I mean, he knows DeSantis can beat him. He won't debate him. He's spending tons of money attacking him. And all he has is his stupid polls and his stupid, dumb nicknames. I'm so sick of it. Um, one of the biggest grifters now, has he has a new nickname called Jack the Grifter. It's Jack Poso or Jack Posobisek. Um, He tweeted this. Let me bring this up here. He says, you don't even see DeSantis talking about having Biden off the ballot in Florida. He has total control of the state, but doesn't even... Um, but doesn't even threaten it because in his mind, it's against the rules. He's not built for this. Um, What? Like, first, why does Biden need to be taken off the ballot in Florida, especially if Trump is up by a gajillion points? Like, second of all, that's unconstitutional. Like, (laughs) you can't just take him off the ballot. I just, it's so dumb. Um, These people, these people really should be ashamed of themselves. But, you know, as long as they're riding the Trump train and making all the money, the grift will continue. These people, including Trump, don't stand for truth. They don't stand for what is right. It's all a, it's all corrupt. 
And they're just as bad as the leftists. They really are. They're like, at this point, they're just as bad as the leftists. They're just making up blatant lies and running with them. And they just don't even care. Um, I also can't stand the DeSantis wasn't loyal argument. DeSantis doesn't owe Trump anything. And we don't either. Trump is the one who isn't loyal. Um, I'm going to read this tweet by John Burke that pretty much sums up how I feel about this, and it really hits the nail on the head. It says, your camp speaks of loyalty to a politician nonstop. That's the rallying cry you have as to why DeSantis shouldn't have ran. Let's delve into that then. Answer me this. Where was Trump's loyalty to the January Sixers he abandoned and condemned? He shilled NFTs to boomers living paycheck to paycheck and donated not one cent to any of the legal defense funds, not a cent. Military types are taught, trained, and made to fully understand that you never leave someone behind. The thought doesn't even enter your brain. If it happens, we're going back because of the blood of your brother demands unyielding loyalty. He may have fallen, but he will be buried on his native soil. Your guy, Trump, played golf, attacked them, and then left them to rot unjustly in prison. Even Marjorie Taylor Greene did more for the January Sixers than Trump did, and she's a Trump cultist through and through. So all of this deep state QAnon BS you have to peddle that came from MAGA. Um, but I have news for you. Trump and your types are the deep Trump and your types are the deep state. You see the corruption and lying only and only scream louder for the man that only ushered in more of it. You accuse DeSantis of being in a league with Paul Ryan and the Romney types of rhinos, but who endorsed them? Once again, your loyalty to a man is cast aside for loyalty to the truth. A true patriot's loyalty is to God and country, never a politician. This is why these types of MAGA voters are the most intellectually dishonest group of individuals I've ever seen in my life, and that's even considering liberals. You speak of loyalty. So then where was a loyalty to the Constitution when Trump attacked the 2A? Nowhere. Your types were silent because he was your God king. Where was Trump's loyalty when he enabled more mail-in ballot cheating? Where was the loyalty to the GOP when he continued to endorse Rona, uh, Ronna McDaniels, who has been told to resign by the masses repeatedly? Where was the loyalty to the nation when he failed to build the wall that he later admitted had no intention of making Mexico pay for? So please, I'll speak for literally everyone else when I say that MAGA are the last ones I'll ever listen to on the top topic of loyalty. So he hits the nail on the head there. That's exactly how I feel. Like MAGA's just turned into this giant cult where Trump can do no wrong. And we just need to leave Trump and all this crap in the past and move on or we're going to be screwed in the general election. We really are. Um, so in other great news, we have killer robots, like killer robots. Uh, just when you think things can't get any worse. So... <laughs> Let's see. It's a, the Pentagon is moving towards letting AI weapons autonomous, autonomously decide to kill humans. Um, the deployment of AI-controlled drones that can make autonomous decisions about whether to kill human targets is moving closer to reality. Lethal autonomous weapons that can select targets using AI are being developed by, developed by countries including the U.S., China, and Israel. The use of these so-called killer robots would make a disturbing development, say critics, handing life and death battlefield decisions to machines with no human input. 
Several governments are lobbying the UN for a binding resolution restricting the use of AI killer drones, but the US is among the group of nations, which also includes Russia, Australia, and Israel, who are resisting any such move, favoring the non-binding resolution instead. Um, so <laughs> the decision to kill someone is going to be based on an algorithm. You know, what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Um, this is like Terminator Skynet creepy stuff. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure it will end well though, you know, I'm because this <laughs> it's not gonna end well. Uh all right. Um well, we have another pandemic coming. Um of course, it's from China. Um this is reporting from Chief Nerd. Uh, he's a great follow on Twitter. New, China is attempting to censor information related to a growing number of mystery pneumonia cases. A hospital staff member from, I'm not going to pronounce that city correctly, but uh, so a hospital staff member from Tianjin City told us that hospitals are so overwhelmed, some children wait days for treatment. The way first appeared one month ago and is getting worse. Parents told us some schools have suspended classes as both teachers and students are sick. They've added that authorities are trying to block information related to it from circulating online. This kind of information is definitely not allowed to be spread. Weibo will delete accounts that spread it. It is not allowed. If you want to get to the root of the issue, they'll come warn you or even arrest you if you um, if it gets too serious. Um, so it's election season. I mean, um, it's a pandemic season again. You know, I think if China really wanted this to stay quiet, it wouldn't be getting out at all. I don't know. You know, we'll have to keep an eye on this and see what happens. But this is sounding pretty fishy to me. This is pretty much right around the time when COVID reared its ugly head and then all hell broke loose. So I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the big election season next year and I just I just see things going very badly. Um anyways. So we've got we've got Carrie Lake has gone big government. Um you know Carrie Lake is she ran for governor of Arizona and failed and now she's running for Senate and she stuck up Trump's butt. But she proposed an idea to pay women a baby bonus to not have an abortion. So she wants to use taxpayer money to keep liberals from killing their babies. Um, no. Yes, abortion is awful, but giving women money to incentivize having babies is not the answer. Like that, that's, that is not the way. More government involvement is never the answer. No, like we need to stop this out of control spending. And the, these people come up with these ideas and it always involves more government, more laws, more spending, more taxpayer dollars. Like it's just it's sickening. We need to go the other way. Not spend more money. We need to spend less money. Um so her being such a conservative voice apparently, you know, kind of shocking coming from her. But anyways, always wanting to spend more of our money. Well, we have more world news. Um apparently I'm going to be a world news reporter now. Just kidding. But um, an Algerian migrant just stabbed five people. Um, three of them were children outside of a school in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, riots broke out, and immediately the Irish police and media 
or saying that the the riots were caused by far right extremists. You know, does that sound familiar? Um, apparently, some Antifa, some Antifa types got involved, and they had fiery but peaceful riots. Um, but the the actual protesters there were not far right. Um, they're upset about mass immigration and that illegals are stabbing people and children, you know, that's not a far right stance. That's common sense. But the media basically buried the illegal man stabbing people part and focused on the far right extremists. This is just another example of why the media sucks and open borders are dangerous and they don't work. Um, not if you want a civilized society. Um, and it's not the guns, you know, this is with a knife. So you know, just this stuff is happening all, all over the country and all over the world. Um, this, <laughs> the open border stuff has got to stop. That's one of the big things that needs to be handled with the next, whoever the next president is. And hopefully it won't be a Democrat, either an independent or hopefully someone with a brain, you know, can we just have someone with a brain, a working functional brain as our president? That would be great. All right. Speaking of presidents, um, we have the upcoming DeSantis Newsom debate that is uh, next Thursday or this coming Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Fox, and it's moderated by Sean Hannity. Like, why can't they have it at like 7 p.m.? I can't, I can't start watching something at 9 p.m. I get up at 4:30. Um, I do want to watch it though. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, as you know, I believe Newsom is going to run for president. He's going to be the Democratic nominee. Um, so this could be a preview of the top two, you know, running running in the general. We have a blue state versus red state. We have the most tyrannical state uh, besides New York um, versus the freest state. You know, Newsom, he's a slimy, slimy man, but he's a really good speaker. Um, and But DeSantis, he's got policy, he has facts, and he has results. So you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I hope it goes well. I hope it goes well for DeSantis, um, especially because I think a lot of people are going to be tuning into that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully he will shine and it'll look good for him. Um, and lastly, lastly, for some amusement, uh, Matt Reif. So if you don't know who Matt Reif is, he's a comedian. I just heard about this guy a couple months ago. It was like blowing up on Facebook. Um, he's attractive, pretty funny. I watched his Netflix special with my husband a couple nights ago. You know, it it was funny, but not the funniest thing I've ever seen. But anyways, his tickets go for like $600 a piece. It's crazy. Like, I ain't paying that. Um, but I guess he offended and pissed off the left because of a joke he made um, about domestic violence. I think they're saying that they're pissed off about. But he's a comedian. Get get over it. Um, if you don't if you don't like comedy, then don't watch him. Um but there was there was all this outrage. And so he put up this post on Instagram with a link to his apology. But then if, when you click on the link, it takes you to a website where you can buy special needs helmets. Like, so funny. This is hilarious. That was a really good troll. I'm really happy he didn't cave to the mob because so many people caved to the mob, um, the outrage mob, and he didn't. And he made it super funny and he doubled down. So good for him. Super, super happy that he didn't um, really apologize because too, too many people do that. So that is 
all the news I have for this week, you know, it was Thanksgiving week, kind of slow news week, you know, for all the craziness that's happening in our country. Um, I have a little bit of encouragement this week, you know, some questions to ask, I guess. Um, I'm, I do, I've been going through a study Bible, you know, it's taking me a while because I'm really spending time on it. And I'm in Job right now. And if you don't know the story of Job, he was a godly man who got everything taken away from him. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, but this is kind of like, I don't know, this just lines up. God has a crazy way of, you know, I'm going through some some stuff right now and I'm kind of in a Job season. And like, boom, my next chapter is Job, you know. It's funny how God works like that. But I'm just going to read you some things that I kind of jotted down, some things that I've highlighted or whatever. But um, we too must trust God when we do not understand the difficulties we face. Like, boy, is that hard. (laughs) That is probably the most difficult thing to do. Um, To be unshakable, faith must be built on the confidence that God's ultimate purpose will come to pass. You know, last week I said, you know, God is not the cause of all the pain in our life, but he will use any pain you go through for good. I'm I'm really trying to dig deep and remember that. Um, We must experience life as Job did, one day at a time and without complete answers to all of life's questions. Will we, like Job, trust God no matter what? Or will we give into the temptation to say that God doesn't really care? You know, of, of course, God cares. Um, do you carry out your spiritual duties because they are expected or spontane- spontaneously from a heart of devotion? These are just some things, some things to think about, some things that I need to think about. Um, when troubles come, will you ask God, why me? Or will you say, use me? I'm struggling with that right now. <laughs> I'm struggling with that because I'm trying to really kind of figure out how God can use this uh, time I'm going through right now uh, for good and how he's going to use me going forward. Um, adversity destroys superficial faith, but adversity strengthens real faith by causing believers to dig their roots deeper into God in order to withstand the storms. How deep does your faith go? Put the roots of your faith deep down into God so that you can withstand any storm that you may face. So I don't know if you're kind of in a Job season or in a Jenna season, uh, read Job. It's It's been comforting so far, but um, I just want to give you guys some encouragement that no matter what you're facing, trials you're going through, pain you're feeling, God will use that to bring you out onto the other side and for the betterment of your faith, the deepening of your faith, and most likely to use you to help other people. So stay strong, keep praying, get into the word, you know, listen to worship music. I've been journaling a lot, which seems to be helping. Um, but that's uh, my encouragement for this week. I also want to mention my favorite store, my new favorite store, uh, Shell Shock. Blah, I can never say it. Shell Shock CBD. I did try the bath salts, um, not the bath salts that you eat and turn you into zombies, but the bath salts you put in the bathtub and you soak in it. That was 
amazing, super, super good. Um, and I also just tried these new energy sticks from Shell Shock. They have CBD and caffeine in them. And boy, howdy, if you want a pre-workout, woo, um, I could only do like a half a packet. They're a little packets you add into your water. I could only do a half a packet because like, dang, I was like zooming. I was zooming around. I had the zoomies like my dogs. Um, but they have all sorts of great stuff at Shell Shock. They have wellness products. They've got natural soap. They have CBD, CBD for your dogs. They have Delta 8, Delta 9, all this good stuff. If you need any recommendations, uh, reach out to me. And they do a uh, money back guarantee if you're not happy with your products or like 100% satisfied with the results. They will give you your money back. It's veteran owned. And John Burke has a great podcast called the All American Savage Podcast that you should check out. And also, if you want a discount, you can use my code JNorman. It is J as in Jenna, and then my last name, Norman, as in Norman Bates. And that will save you some monies. So that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend and have a great week coming up. I'm sure... This next week, we'll have lots and lots and lots of craziness to talk to because it is, it's always crazy here. Um, all right, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. If you could like and share and leave me a review, I would greatly appreciate it. And that's all for today on The Next Generation.